0: This is Monica Perez, your Libertarian Voice, on WSB every Saturday from 3 to 6. Talking about what I think are the most important issues of the week. Not always the biggest ones. This is certainly the biggest event of the day. It's the March for Our Lives. It's kids marching for gun control, basically. And uh, I am binkley you got a tweet for me should i go straight to the phones tweet and then phones what you got binkley is my producer he provides a lot of these great clips and uh follows the twitter account so if you want to tweet at me at monica perez show what you got
3: i have one from voracious talk who tweets these mass school shootings are not even occurring at public schools in major cities kind of makes you wonder
0: Yes, I think we got a call last week saying that the that the schools in the uh, inner cities are like riddled with lockdown with uh, um, metal detectors and stuff, which maybe the answer, I don't know. But I just I feel like there's something to the fact that it's public schools and not private schools, especially when they have a lot of these kids. It's a huge school and they have a lot of these kids who are very well prepared for the political, public political role they're about to play. Like, I just can't help but wonder if there's something going on behind the scenes. Um, All right, I want to go to some calls. I am going to Ron in Canton. Hi, Ron, you're on with Monica.
1: Hi, Monica. Well, I'm sorry about all the hysterical gun debate or marches or whatever you want to call it those kids are being put through. But I would just like to say the only way they've really been failed is not being taught what it means to be an American citizen. You know, we have the most rights of any people in any country on the face of this earth. And the left, they're not Democrats, they're globalists. And the American country itself and its citizens are the biggest threat to their Do not give up any rights. Not to the people on the right, not to the people on the left. Yeah, that's what, yeah. Well, it's not just about guns. It's about everything.
0: It doesn't matter who's who's driving the show. I actually just got an email from a guy named Michael saying one of my earlier callers was, uh, on an anti-Semitic rant, which I he's very upset. And I'm sorry, I' thought the guy was bashing Roman Catholicism. He was saying the Vatican was behind it. You know, I picked I up heard. on some of what he's saying, but you know that that kind of like who's at the top? It's um good versus evil, all that stuff. It really throws me for a loop because it's upsetting. it's it makes the problem worse. Uh, but I feel like, you know, I don't think in those terms, but I feel like my answer ultimately is all because there's a lot of conspiracy theories floating around. There's a lot of ideas of what's really the main goal and what's behind it all. But the bottom line is you don't need to. To know that if you are sure about your rights, that's the beauty of this decentralized American experiment where they give us our rights to you just defend your own rights and don't let propaganda or fear or anything else allow people to encroach on those rights and
1: that's that's the main point the children aren't being taught who they are they're not being taught their heritage and what it means i don't care how many kids are out in the streets marching today or or whoever just know your history and know that thousands upon thousands of good men died for us to have these rights and to keep.
0: I think, I think, you know, this might upset people, but I think that those, that devotion to the American experiment is alive and well, or or has been, and Obama couldn't move the people who, when he wanted to fundamentally transform this country, he couldn't get to those people. And I put a hashtag up, you know, somebody gave me the idea that, like for gun control and stuff, it will take a Republican. So I see what's happening right now. When Trump came on the scene, I understand people thought he was uh, anti-establishment and that was going to be enough, but I alerted people that he never talks about the Bill of Rights. This is not a guy who defends the principles that we need defending and And I feel like this is the first time where they're really encroaching on that that core of the gener- you know, that through all the generations we have kept, a real good portion of us have kept alive that understanding of the American experiment and the importance of the rights. And it took a Republican to confuse that that remnant. You know what I'm saying? Well
1: he's not he's not a Republican.
0: well, he's a Republican, but he's not a what they you know, he's not a traditional conservative. He's not somebody who defends these rights or wants small governments. I mean he isn't any of that. He's just you know, anti
1: I, I remember a time when even Democrats were patriotic. You know? <laughs>
0: I, I'm laughing because it's gotten so divisive right now as the welfare warfare state has taken over both parties. It's practically one party. Now we are so divisive that we think that it, we're further apart than ever. But in fact, they all got together to sign a one point three trillion dollar bill. And, and Trump himself said it. He said, the only reason I'm signing this, I'm giving away the store because I want more military. I mean, that's the that's the megalithic, the compromise in the middle, you know, instead of saying, well, let's compromise by not inflating government. Anyway, so I
1: I, I'm with you. I understand why I did that.
0: You understand? Of course. You know, it makes sense because he's just saying, you know, we need more military. We don't need more military. We have more than enough. We spend half the world's defense money. I'm not even a a dove. I think everybody should have a gun. You know, I think that the more people have self-defense the more deterrent there is the more peaceful world there is i i think that even works on the on the national level but um but you can't that horse trading just makes what's called leviathan big government bigger Uh, i'm going to kata kata you are on with monica
4: hey monica
0: yes how you doing
4: well i'm i'm good and i appreciate the opportunity to talk to you um you know, I've listened to your show on the weekends, and I fundamentally disagreed with you on so many levels. Um, do, are you Do you really understand the Bill of Rights? I think I do. You do? Have you ever heard of William Douglas?
0: Like as in the Lincoln-Douglas debates?
4: No. Oh, no. As in the supreme court justice
0: i don't know what's your point you got to talk faster. By, I mean
4: <laughs> he fundamentally expanded the bill of rights
0: unilaterally under what authority
4: he wrote do you understand how the supreme court works
0: well, I went to Stanford Law to School, and I'm a member of the bar of the state of New York. I mean, I think I understand it. What, what are your legal credentials? Just to ask you the question.
4: And I you answered said, the question. You, know, you said unilaterally?
0: You Luna, unilaterally. unilaterally you, did a Supreme Court justice well, single-handedly expand—he he can expand the interpretation all he wants. That doesn't mean that he that it's right.
4: No. It takes a majority of the Supreme Court.
0: I actually I actually have a little bit of an issue with Marbury versus Madison. You know Marbury versus Madison? That's the thing that gave the Supreme Court the right to adjudicate on the constitutionality of congressional law. I actually I'm not even sure I think that was a legitimate precedent. Do you?
4: Absolutely I believe it because it, that is the first precedent, and everything has been respected since then. And if I understand,
0: believe- but what they did was they expanded their own power by without any place in the Constitution as a basis for that.
4: If you don't, if you think a few words on paper adopted in 1792 in an agrarian society of thirteen states can live without interpretation. You are not a lawyer and don't understand anything fundamentally about the law. And that's. I I am not a lawyer?
0: I mean, I went to law school. I'm a a member of the bar. I mean, just because. Look, this is how my interpretation of the Constitution. What you're talking about is a new interpretation. I'm talking about we have foundational documents. Foundational documents that outline fundamental law, objective law, that isn't that hard to abide by. And it doesn't need to expand or contract or anything if you respect the 10th Amendment that says there are these details are reserved by the states. So as long as you abide by the 10th Amendment, you can have as much flexibility as you want on the state level
4: if you go back to the original document then you must mean the 13 states that's what existed at the time there what was is no you... amendment to add states then
0: there actually are there is in the constitution places where like canada can come in you know you've got i think that what you're doing is you know do we have that lack off clip Binkley has identified the 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 guy who's telling people how to address these issues.
3: Yeah, this is a talking point that he's getting.
0: Yeah, so let's hear the let's. Lackoff is telling people to talk just this way. Let's hear it.
3: What clip number is
0: it? Uh, I feel. Hmm. Clip Glass. eleven. Clip eleven.
3: It's only if you assume that everybody is or should be armed. And you say you should be armed, you know, too. That you say, oh, you're safer, you know. The, you know, what, what do you do about a bad guy with a gun? You need a good guy with a gun. That is utter nonsense. That was the wrong clip. <laughs> that's you're my right. fault. I think I labeled two of them eleven.
0: Uh, all right, let's play it after the break. Uh, you can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show.
3: Monica Perez. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, that's just like. Uh... Your opinion, man. On News 95.5 at a.m. 750 WSB.
3: It's very important to say it's an interpretation. It's not just part of the Constitution. What you have to say is that this was a right-wing interpretation. Or it's a mass-killing loophole. It's been created by a right-wing interpretation. That's correct. It is a mass-killing loophole. It is you know, a, a killer machine, killing machine loophole. And that's that's crucial, a mass-killing loophole uh, at, created by a right-wing interpretation, which had to do with uh, NRA lobbying, and the NRA lobbying interpretation. This is um, important to say the truth, the historical truth.
0: So that was George Lakoff, who is supplying the talking points for this debate. So I had a call before... The break um, you know wanting to get into the history and the interpretation of the Constitution and it rang a bell because Binkley plays these clips for me as they kind of come out where these guys come out and tell people how to frame the debate and I'm happy to have any kind of legitimate discourse but I you know just the talking points is not it's a manipulation this demonstrates how it's how manipulative. And pre-planned it is. yeah, he was
3: attacking uh, you. he wasn't actually making a point
0: right, right, but I, I you know, but it just it annoys me because it's not in good faith, right, you know, I mean, even if someone were upset and attacked, that wouldn't really bother me, but to yeah. attack as a as a, a tactic.
1: Deception, you know, yeah.
0: Yeah, the ad hominem attack, you know, where it's deliberately intended. You know, I don't like it. So let's let's try to get on a more upbeat note and um, give away the weekend prize pack. I hope, uh, Justin and Rachel, you are prepared to take these calls because the phones are about to ring. Um, it's a pair of tickets to two shows at Chastain Park Amphitheater. You'll see ZZ Top and John Fogerty on June 6th and Robert Plant They actually wrote in the notes formerly of Led Zeppelin. So anybody who really wants to see Robert Plant would know he was of Led Zeppelin. And the sensational space shifters, that is new to me, on June 8th, the first to call 404-7410-750, will get that prize pack. So we have more to talk about. I've got lots more calls. This is a hot topic. Um, You're getting people from both sides. You're getting people from behind the scenes. Uh, you're getting people who are walking away from these um, events and rallies who, who uh, want to have a real debate. So let's let's try for some of that. 800 WSB Talk. You can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show.
2: Monica Perez. It's a man out.
0: A man out!
2: On News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB.
0: I am your libertarian voice on WSB every Saturday from 3 to 6. We're talking about what I consider to be the deeper meaning of the March for Our Lives. Uh, They're acting like it's about gun control, and I honestly think that that is just the kind of divisive issue they can frame as child killing by Republicans, which is how they're doing it. I'm not even exaggerating. We played two clips where Dianne Feinstein's former communication director said uh, <clears throat> that the gun, that mass shootings are a feature of Republican policy and not a glitch, that Republicans don't care. It's it's grownups versus kids, and Republicans don't care about kids. I mean, that's that was just... Uh, obviously they're framing this as a dialectical issue in order to make people pro Democrat and think of Republicans as evil, which is how what this democracy has degenerated into is that you just simply see the other side as evil. And that's why the two party system persists as well as super divisive issues like this. But I think it's really about just getting that, what they're calling the blue wave to flip the South flip the flyovers and ultimately maybe we can get to it after i get to a couple of calls if we have time stacy abrams saying we need to transform this country we need to change the entire country starting with georgia um it's coming uh i'm gonna go to andrew in gainesville hi andrew you are on with monica
5: hi monica how are you doing good how are you i'm pretty good um i think you are so right just so incredibly right least on this Um, i am a little i'm I'm a little more conservative than you are but that's okay i love everybody but we this is evil we are fighting evil here and evil comes in all shapes and sizes evil evil can look really pretty sometimes and i think evil has become the democratic party or all these people who are in the background trying to push this to push these kids or to make this a big deal about guns when the evil is really people. People are evil. Mechanical things aren't evil. Guns are not evil.
0: It's sad to say that that, that is true. And and for me, like, I don't even... I think the evil is... is comes from the people who... Allow, I really think that there is an element somehow that these things are allowed one way or another. And they're allowed because the agenda is to, to get the control away from the people. And and they don't really care. It's not like they're looking for uh, to l- eliminate our rights one by one. They talk about the Fourth Amendment and the Fifth Amendment in terms of radical Islamic terror. They talk about the Second Amendment according to mass shooting and mental illness. First Amendment is mental illness and so all this kind of stuff. Pre crime. Right. They they want to take those rights away not because they want to protect us but because they want to exploit us and keep the hierarchy in position even though. Uh, I think society has outgrown that. I do, and uh, and and it is evil, but I think it's it's a an evil that's a little more organized than just random people doing evil things.
5: Right, and guns really are the, one of the farthest things from evil. Guns are actually a tool against evil.
0: They're the it's great what... equalizer. Any any weak person should should be pro gun.
5: Should. But we we've got kids now. I'm I'm 22. I'm a millennial. I grew up in a small. I grew up on a farm in in a small town in Tennessee. I I believe that we are in for a problem in the future. These kids, city kids, there, oh, there's a school that pops up in Fulton County every year. I swear, another four thousand students. There's kids, kids, kids. We older people will be outrun by my generation one day, and they a lot of them weren't raised with guns so they have this image that guns are so bad the guns are evil
0: <sighs> well worried. i do i do feel that um this generation is the one that's being targeted to totally separate from the values of their parents and i've always thought i mean in the day it was in the old days it was war then it was drafts now it's college they have you go away to school whether you're right for college or not and i feel like part of that is disconnecting you from your parents Another, I hate to beat up on Stacey Abrams, it's just that she gave me so many talking points. Another one of her clips, I don't know if we played it, was the state should raise your kids cradle to career. That is how they separate the kids from from the parents, and it's the parents who have the idea that we should defend American values, find strength in each other. The state promotes the state, and that's really what it all comes down to. Thanks for the call, Andrew. I'm going to go to Ken Ken in Brownwood, Ken, you're on with Monica.
6: Good afternoon, ma'am. Hi. These kids, if they're so smart, why don't they go after the real problem, Monica?
0: What do you think the, that is?
6: Well, the law enforcement—they've got all kind of red flags in Florida, and they didn't do anything. So it is a little.
0: Upsetting. I don't know why. You know, why do you think that is? What do you think happened?
6: I think somebody didn't want to do the job, ma'am. <laughs> I mean, there was how many officers stayed outside the school while the shooting was going on? So, the gun is not the problem. Nor is they can raise the age on the gun purchases to 21, but how old was the kid, 19, that did the yeah. did the killing? So what good is that?
0: I don't know. I mean even even if I don't go down the rabbit hole and say there's something behind it, the fact is they they have the power. You know, they have they have the tools they need and they didn't use them. So why give them more power? I mean this happens every time there's a crisis that results suspiciously or not from government failure. And the policy agenda that gets the press. This is the thing. It gets the press from the Wall Street Journal and Fox. More press than fighting Obamacare did. I did those marches in Obamacare, and there were people back-to-back as far as I could see. And they reported it as 10,000 people. And here they're saying 30,000 were in Atlanta. I'm talking about in D.C. I was at the big march. I thought there were 100,000 people there. And (laughs) Fox News reported it as 10,000. So you're getting you're getting the spin from all sides,
6: uh, yes, but can anybody with any common sense Monica see that it's not the guns law enforcement dropped the ball, and that's end result and that's what happened
0: yeah, I mean I think that's even the most uh benign interpretation of it. I'm going to go to Steve Griffin. Hi, Steve, you're on with Monica.
7: Hello, Monica. Uh, can you hear me? I sure can. Okay. You're absolutely right. This is not about gun control. It's about people control. Uh, yes. First thing the politicians came out, you know, they started in on high capacity clips. Cruz did not have high capacity magazines. He had standard spin shot clips. Started out with that. Then they started out with, uh, well, we got to come up with common sense gun control. What is that? Uh, as you said, he had 39 contacts with the sheriff's department. No red flags went up. And plus, he had numerous offenses at the school where he could have been arrested for.
2: But
0: the here's state. the thing, Steve. Did you hear me say that the sheriff's children were at were students at the school at the same time that this guy was getting all those dings? I mean, there's no way that. they I wouldn't tell the sheriff.
7: I don't know. I mean, it baffles me. You know, as far as gun control goes, remember the Sandy Hook shooter, Alan Lanza? He he stole his weapons out of his home after he killed his mother. The Columbine shooters were too young to buy weapons, so they bought them from a friend. Private sale. You know, what is gun control going to do?
0: I mean, you know, one thing that gun control does, I've noticed from— uh, I have a fair amount of friends who are from Europe from, you know, years of working and going to school— And their awareness of street crime, their fear of street crime is much higher than mine. Much higher than it is over here. I don't have
7: fear of street
0: street crime, you know. I don't have it. Yeah, and like, isn't in India there's like all those rapes, like it's terrible scourge in India. And I think they have extreme gun control. And I had somebody call from Mexico saying there's a total gun ban in Mexico. You can't have a gun. Yet they've had 60, 70, 80,000 murders just in the drug war. Oh, I would not even go there. Decade. I would not go there,
7: and uh, it's 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 beyond me. I mean, just like the people that calling about the banning AR-15, and you know, any gun is scary, but they say that gun looks scary. I use a thirty-all you, stick. You know, if you know anything about firearms, and you know that thing, if I use armor piercing, it would knock a hole through a one-inch piece of steel. It'll penetrate all types of body armor except level four. You know. A 223
0: is useless. Well, me. here's a tell, Steve. They also want to take away body armor. If you Google that, they're trying to take away body armor. Don't tell me that's not to keep the resistance down. You know.
7: Well, I mean, you know, if I want to break the law, I can make body armor. You can go on YouTube and they
0: show you how to do it. Yeah, but instead, they're giving the kids clear backpacks. But I got, I got to take one more call. Thanks, Steve. I'm going to Lynn in Gainesville. Hi, Lynn. You're on with Monica. Hey,
8: Monica. Um, yeah, I had three points. Um, I'm pretty bowed up about it, but, you know, the caller that called in and questioned, you know, your right to actually, you know, have any opinion unless you were a mother. And my opinion of that is, you know what, um, I raised someone else's child. I never had any of my own, but I know I have the right to speak, uh, and I have a, you know right to have a, a brainwave. And then the other thing was when she questioned, you're calling them kids. I, I, I said to your screener, I wish. That, you know, George Soros would take all these kids on a big, you know, round trip, you know, ticket uh, trip to the moon, to to, to Normandy (laughs) and and, and let them see the ages on those gravestones. And then the other thing is that the NRA, tell me one person that's a member of the NRA that's been called out as a person who has slaughtered children. There is none.
0: Oh, don't give them any ideas. I mean, like, as far as the way the media spins stuff, they could easily slip something like in into the next narrative. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. but I try not to right. say stuff like that because I feel like, oh, I'm giving them ideas of how to spin the next story to yeah, promote but, their but, cause. But, but they, they
8: they attack everybody in the NRA. And you know what? They're not the killers. It's, the, it's maybe just the irresponsible parents, which, you know, that, that could be. You know, people that are not paying attention to their kids playing in the basement with all these violent games and all this stuff that's going on but you know when when she attacked you for not being uh, you know questioning if you were a mom and then questioning you know you calling them kids it's like you know what there have been millions of kids take them to normandy let them see all those kids that died
0: yeah i have to say lynn i've noticed in this show and uh, i don't get it too often anymore because i usually make good reasoned arguments but i notice in this show there's been a lot of personal attacks i think to derail the conversation. I think they're very tuned in to what's happening in the media right now. They have the opportunity to call in as Binkley, my producer has shown over, uh, you know, weeks, months, even years, there are talking points being generated. There are tactics being generated to try to manipulate people's opinion by using platforms like this. And, uh, yeah, it's not fair. And it's, and it, and to me, if your argument is so real, is so right, why do you have to uh, attack people personally? Why do you have to make it emotional? That's why I think they're targeting kids. I always think that YouTube targets kids, the music targets kids, getting um, both parents out of the house to work and this thing of um, Stacey Abrams' cradle to career. They're targeting kids who are vulnerable and, and uh, using it to make democracy work for their dictatorial ends, in my opinion. We're gonna wrap it up after the break. This is Monica Perez.
2: Monica Perez. And now for something completely different. On News 95.5 and AM 750.
0: WSB. 40% chance of light shower. High of 48 forecast for Monday as the work week begins. But that could change. So stay tuned to WSB for weekend weather. Brought to you by Shoemate Heating and Air. And uh, I have on the line uh, Michael, who I referred to an email he sent me earlier. Earlier, I got a call I didn't really understand. Um, Michael explained it to me on the email, and I told him to call. Michael, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hey, Michael. Okay, so we've only got about a minute or so. I'm glad you called. I appreciate it. I like to correct the record in real time. Um, give me what you got, and then I got a, a question for you that I want to bring into this current conversation.
2: Okay, with just one minute. Um... The caller claimed that ninety to ninety five percent of rabbis advocate for Jews to control non Jews. And that is absolute complete nonsense. And I would defy that caller to name the hundred rabbis, you know, a hundred synagogues, ninety to ninety five rabbis at those hundred synagogues who advocated such nonsense, or even to name ten synagogues and nine out of 10 rabbis who would advocate such a thing, and he won't even be able to find one, never mind nine or 90.
0: Yeah, I get... Uh, oh, is your radio on, Michael? No. Okay. Um, I get... I, I do not like... I get calls like... Uh, that I just don't... I don't think like that. I don't know what to how to deal with that. But in bringing this issue... To the fore, I think it's important to understand that our rights are, we need to defend our rights so that uh, totalitarian dictatorships like uh, in Germany under the Nazis don't get a foothold. Because we're talking about gun rights right now. And is it—is it not true? I, I thought I saw actually the evidence that the first people to lose the guns were Jews. Yeah. And that makes them vulnerable. Do you... Do you, does that comport with your, you know, do you think that way? Is that, do you I see a it. lesson in that for us defending our rights today?
2: Uh, ask your question slightly differently for me. Okay.
0: I see things like what happened in the 20th century from Hitler to Stalin as the lesson we should learn in defending our rights to the end and not trusting the government with all the power.
2: Well, I agree with that, and I agree in, in Second Amendment rights. And uh, for the people who say, "Well, if the Jews had been able to, al- were allowed to keep their guns in Nazi Germany, it would not have made a difference," my response to those people would be, "Do you think the
0: Jews can't shoot straight?" Yeah, they didn't. The Japanese say they didn't invade because there would be a gun behind every blade of grass. I mean, you can't. I got. I got to go, Michael. I really appreciate that you called. I really do not like. Um, leaving things unsaid that need to be said. I appreciate that. I think I do look to the 20th century as an example for why we have to defend our rights to the death. If you want to hear the whole show, we'll post it shortly on PropagandaReportDaily.com. Thank you for listening. This is Monica Perez. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it?